Love burgers and pizza. Wanna see me eat some? Can't get enough of that meat. Yum. Chili cheese fries and some Mr. Pib. I need tacos with a nasty dip. Pico de gallo, mayo or dryo. Hot sauce or barbecue straight from Ohio. Homemade coleslaw, fuck Boston Market. Junkie blue cheese range into five star bread. Only one time was in pizza. Hi and welcome to Bring a Plate, the podcast for all the pop culture issues important to you, especially if you live in the 90s. I'm Peter Taggart. And I'm Rebecca Shaw. Beck, we are international this week. It's very exciting. <laughs> we took this trip, uh, you guys. Spur we of are, the moment. Spur of the moment. Um, we went over to uh, Johannesburg. Mm. I've never been to South Africa, Beck. No, me either. So it's a real trip for mm. me. I like how they say black. How do they say black? Black. Black, yeah, black. that's good. I watched a lot of Power of One, so I, I pretty much know everything there is to know. I read that book and watched the movie as Did well. You? And Tandia, the Hey, Piscop, come over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are here for one very important reason, though, mm-hmm. Beck. We're here to support friend of the show. Nelson um, Mandela. Lover girl. Friend of the show, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> and other friend of the show, Brandy Norwood. Yes. Um, so we're at her concert. Has it started yet? It's really um, yeah, there's, there was. Uh, it's meant to start soon, though. I know. I thought there'd be a bigger, like, no, more no, no. people they're at still, the front. They're coming in. Every, yeah, I can see. Look, there's two people. people over there. There's a steady flow of people. Yeah. What are, they, what are they doing? Are you here for Brandy? Are you here for Brandy? I think they're here for Brandy. Oh, yeah. yeah, they yeah. nodded. So yeah, just a hot dog. Uh, Beck, how's your week been? Not too bad. How about yours? Um, it's been okay. Yep. Um, I was abused. Uh, this morning. By me? Yes. <laughs> what, so what else is new? Um, oh shit, not this morning. Well, of course we've been in South Africa. <laughs> we are in South Africa. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. So it was the other morning that I was abused. Yeah. Um, because, uh, that shopping center that I live across the mm-hmm. road from, um, I was abused by like a, a construction what worker. What do you mean? Well, he called me Bubby. That's not abuse. That's abuse. <laughs> Is that better than... Because I was talking on my phone. I was going across the road and he goes, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. And he pointed up and there was this huge storage <laughs> container that was like awesome wires. It was a piano. Yeah, it was like ready to fucking drop on my head. And you know what? And I looked up and I could not have been more pissed off that he called me buddy. I don't... You didn't want I buddy. Like, I was like, thanks for looking after my safety. I turned into Becky from Roseanne. Oh, yeah. You just didn't want Buddy to be the last thing you were called before you died. I'm going to go out with Mark no matter what. <laughs> you're watching a lot of Roseanne. I've been watching a lot of Roseanne this week. Um, Crystal just got married to Dan's uh, father. Emotional episode. It is. She's pregnant as well. Oh, my God. Imagine if you're hearing this in 93. <laughs> this is going to be Spoilers. really... Spoilers. Spoiler alert, guys. Crystal's married. <laughs> No one knows what we're saying. I've been tweeting a lot this morning about <coughs> something called Haim. I don't understand what that is. I think is. it's Haim. Hyman. <laughs> Typical. Um, I saw it. Oh, this uh, girl was driving a ute and her... S- <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> this girl was driving a ute and... Um, is that seriously your story? <laughs> yeah, she had a sticker on the back and it said uterus. Like uterus, but... Uterus. Uterus. Are you trying to say uterus? <laughs> Like uterus. I thought it was really cute. Anywho, um, back to home. Um, yeah, there's some band that I hadn't heard of before this morning Mm -hmm. and they are really good. (laughs) They're programming rage. 
and I switched it over and they played like Destiny's Child, Janet Jackson, All Saints, Never Ever, <laughs> one of the best songs ever. Um, then they played Fernando, but I was saying that they probably, because one of them's born in the 90s. So, one of them's born in the yeah, 90s. So they probably think, oh, let's play that old classic, <laughs> Say My Name, Destiny's <laughs> Child, <laughs> from the olden days. Yeah. So yeah, that was Old an interesting morning. Music. I didn't want to come here. I wanted to watch. Oh, the rest okay, of thanks. It. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, what do you mean, come here to Brandy's concert? Hey, are you here to see Brandy? It's still piling in. There's yeah, still piling it's like in. three That's, or four people coming. It's here. Um, other things that have happened during the week, Beck, other mm-hmm. than obviously Roseanne, uh, the new band Hyman, um, <laughs> New Zealand have uh, finally passed gay marriage and had their first same-sex marriages this week. Excellent. So, um, congratulations, New Zealand. Yeah. It's uh, very exciting for you. Pass me my pen so I can sign this marriage yeah. license. Pass me my penis. Where's my LNP? <laughs> pen- Pass me my penis. Pass me my penis so I can sign this document. <laughs> That's the weird thing about New Zealand same-sex marriage is you have to sign all the documents with your penis. <laughs> with your penis. I know people that have gone to New Zealand to get married. Really? Yeah. Who? Or civil, civil union, sorry. Civil union. Yeah. But they can get married now. Or they yeah, but this was in? not now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Would you travel overseas to get married if it wasn't legal here? Mm, what? <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever going to marry you. <laughs> <clears throat> no one's going to marry you. <laughs> I'm so, <laughs> so obnoxious today. <laughs> today. Mm. Okay. Okay, I hate you so much. Um, Beck, let's just move on. Good. Let's just move on. Okay, I'm moving. Keep on moving, okay. as um, Five once said. Yeah. Yep. Beck, mm. have you heard? No. Brandy, have you heard? She's not here yet. <laughs> um, there's been some emotional things happening online this week. What? Well, as you know, Gaga, Lady Gaga, ever mm-hmm. heard of her? Uh, she lives for the applause, applause, lives for the applause, applause. Is that a Gaga song? That's the new Gaga song. <coughs> I haven't heard She's it. just released it. Uh, I'm not on top of my Gaga. Okay. I'm so sorry. I don't hear about your sex life. <laughs> um, I did love my joke that... Um, the oh, what? Sorry, you loved your own joke. Yeah, continue. Sure. <laughs> As usual. That I, sh- did love, I did love that funny thing I said. <laughs> oh, I make me laugh. <laughs> oh dear! Someone's got to do it. Yes, that she should tour with the Goo Goo Dolls, and it should be called Goo Goo Gaga. <laughs> Where are you going? Goo Goo Gaga. That's fresh. Uh, <clears throat> okay, Gaga. What's Gaga, happening with her? She has had a fight. Shit. With one Perez. Hilton, everyone's oh. favourite gay dad. <laughs> Did you see the picture of him in the bath with his son? Never Google it. I um, I saw the in headlines. Just a tub of brown water. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but this week, uh, there's been a bit of a falling out between uh, Lady Gaga and Perez Hilton. What are they fighting about? Um, about themselves. I don't know. <laughs> no, here's what they're fighting about, Beck. But I thought uh, the listeners might not be. Caught up with it as I am. Because they've got lives. Because they've got lives. They're doing things. <laughs> they're going out. <laughs> they're, they're going to the brandy. Is any of you, are you here for the brandy concert? None of them are going mm, to the brandy concert. No. no. 
So I thought we could do it maybe a dramatic reading oh. to catch people up. I am a fan of doing dramatic readings because I don't know if you know this, Beck, but um, I did a year of speech and drama in year 10. So I'm <laughs> Space Jump. You don't Have you had any performing arts experience? Uh, does Backstage Rocker Stedford count? It doesn't. I've, we've had this <laughs> then no. discussion so many times. I when have... I was a performer, <clears throat> in my performing days, I wouldn't even look at Backstage Crew. They would <laughs> hand me um, a water a bottle with a straw <laughs> and a towel for my sweat. And once, I think once somebody tried to speak to me and I, I laughed. I just, <laughs> I went, <laughs> please just hand me the towel. Then no, I haven't. You haven't done that. I have a fear of public speaking. You too. Yeah. You need to muster up some courage. No. And we're going to do a bit of a okay. training exercise here today by okay. doing a dramatic reading of the tweet fight that oh. Paris Hilton and Lady Gaga had. Now, it starts off with a Twitter user called Prince Neptune who tweeted something, but not to Gaga. So I'm wondering if he's a friend of Gaga's. Now, I'd like you to play the part of Prince Neptune. Okay. Hopefully we can get some sort of uh, some bold and the beautiful kind of music just to really set mm. the scene. Here. Yeah, that's what it needs. And remember, dramatic. Act, act, project your voice. <laughs> a microphone. <laughs> Perez Hilton is at Gaga's apartment. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I will be playing I can part do it again. of Lady Gaga. At Prince Neptune underscore. I need to know if this is true. At Lady Gaga. Yes, Gaga, I'm not lying. I swear I saw him inside the lobby. At Prince Neptune underscore. This is extremely, extremely serious. And if it is true, I have to know. If he is still there, please take a photograph. Even from outside the window is fine. This is extremely serious. Here's Gargar again. At Prince Neptune underscore. Is he still there now? I need you to take a photograph, please. This is very, very serious and not a funny joke if it is one. And finally, at Perez Hilton. Stay away from me and my family. You are sick trying to rent an apartment in my building to stalk me. Leave me alone! Do I need to be shot in the head for people to understand that him and everyone else that harasses me has gone too far? I'm a human being. God, my drama teacher, Jane Prentice, would be so impressed. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having a moment. Now, this is an update that uh, Perez posted on his website on Sunday evening, saying he was house hunting. I have long had plans to return to New York City more permanently. New York was my home for six years in the mid-90s before I moved to Los Angeles. Huh. I also lived here for three months last year while doing an off-Broadway show. I'm a new father, and I am primarily focused on my family and where we will be most happy. Huh. I love New York, and that is where me and my growing family want to call home right now. Sunday, my realtor showed us a list of possible apartments to rent. I learned only after the fact that Lady Gaga lives in one of the buildings we looked at, and she was across the country in Los Angeles when I viewed that building. After a day of innocent house hunting, I am devastated, and my heart hurts that my former very good friend, a person I used to call my wifey, and traveled the world Wi-Fi. with, 
is making very public and very untrue allegations about me on Twitter. Any allegation that I'm stalking her based on a day of house hunting with my baby boy and my mother is utterly false, defamatory, and now appears to be putting me and my family in danger. Pretty, pretty classy. Hmm. At Perez Hilton. You are a liar and I kept every psychotic text you sent to my phone. I never responded and now you've stalked my home. Boy who cried wolf. At Lady Gaga. The only boy here is my son and your fans keep calling him ugly and threatening to kill me. You are making matters worse. Sad. I just like that they've got the most important things in mind. Yeah. He's really worried about his son, mm-hmm. so he writes a huge diatribe on his website Absolutely. about Lady Gaga. Yeah. It's just, they're just great people. They are around. fine people. Mm. But I'm on Lady Gaga's side. citizens. I believe her. Um, I'm on the side of truth, truth and, and fairness and, and Jesus, <laughs> and therefore I think they're all going to hell. <laughs> or getting married in New Zealand. Beck. Mm. I think it is time for News a Minute. Welcome to News Minute. I'm Rebecca Shaw. It was just announced that Ben Affleck has been cast as Batman in an upcoming Batman vs Superman movie. There has been a huge backlash online and on Twitter over the casting, with a lot of people stating they will not see the movie with Affleck as the Cape Crusader. In response, Ben Affleck will now be playing the caped crusader. (laughs) The first picture of Kim and Kanye's baby, Northwest, has been released, showing clearly the baby has Kim's eyes and Kanye's lips. Kris Jenner is apparently furious the baby took both the eyes and lips out of her cauldron. A man in Canberra has undergone surgery to remove a fork from his penis. The surgery took less than an hour, but it took doctors significantly longer to remove the dinner plate shoved up his asshole. It was rumoured this week that NSYNC are going to reunite for a performance at the MTV Video Music Awards. Everyone was so excited by the news, as they can't wait to see Justin Timberlake, Lance Bass, that other one, the other guy, and that last one again. It's going to be so great. A new study shows hawk moths in Borneo shake their genitals to render themselves temporarily invisible. The moths reportedly got the idea from watching Peter Taggart in a nightclub. And now Peter with sport. Well, James Heard 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 is the word this week with the Essendon Bloomers coach going into damage control after charges were officially laid against the club following a Salada investigation of a 2001 supplement program. Heard has rubbish claims of substance abuse at the club, pointing to the clear evidence that Essendon players lack any substance whatsoever. England have struck back against Australia in the Women's Ashes series, also known as Angela's Ashes. England captain Charlotte Edward posted 53 runs off 84 balls before stepping out on the oval to bat, leaving 42 men in the change room with severe testicular injuries. And finally, the South Sydney Rabbitohs are a step closer to the finals after securing a weekend win over the Canterbury Bulldogs. The Doggies knew their hopes of a top four finish were over when player Michael Ennis knocked on dummy half in the final minutes, completely ruining his comedy ventriloquism act. And that's sport. Well, back we're back. Uh, the arena is um, filling up. I know it's. 
I'm getting like hot from all the body heat. I am. Uh, this man's standing really close to me. Please, sir. I'm. There's literally eighty-four other thousand <laughs> seats you could be in right now. You don't need to be in. Please don't touch my leg. Please don't touch my leg. Get away from him. That's Ray J. Oh fuck. That's Ray J. Oh, oh shit. shit. I wonder if Kim's oh, here. God. Beck. Mm-hmm. Plates this week. Yes. Do you have, if you want to, would you like that plate of guacamole <laughs> in the sink? Uh, it, I do love a grey spread. A grey guacamole. Here, I'll fish out a chip for you. A grey guacamole. There you go. Mm, mm. Thanks. Now I'm dead of poison. <laughs> what do you think that is doing? <laughs> Continue. Peter is obnoxiously drinking when I'm trying to talk. <clears throat> okay, my plate free of nachos and great camoli oh. is um, have you heard of the rise up australia party i have heard of them because have you heard of them because their twitter is like a monkey is typing or someone's having a stroke it is an odd twitter account i've got to say i i have on occasion hopped on their website mm-hmm. and left comments famously under the name a felcher <laughs> Anyway, there um, there's a guy that is a candidate for Rise Up called Paul Lewis. Mm-hmm. He is from the Gold Paul Coast. Paul Walker okay. Lewis yeah. Armstrong. Okay, I love his movies. Yeah, um, yeah, he's from the Gold Coast, so you know he's has good taste in where he lives. Yes. <laughs> no offense, everyone on the Gold Coast. Offense. Um, no and offense from me. <laughs> he has decided that he is willing to move to Rockhampton. Um, to run for a marginal Labor seat, the one of Capricornia. Yes. Um, because it's more winnable, as he puts it, but I don't think he understands the, that he The word not. winnable. Yes, means. what winning yeah. means. Um, so he came out this week. I'm not sure if he came out and said it or someone kind of had an interview with him and then released it because he actually said that he knew it would hurt his chances. Um, he wanted to talk about how there's been a lot of flooding in Rockhampton and central Queensland. That's right, yeah. There has been. Um, but he believes that the UN is causing it. So the United Nations. The United Nations. Have you heard of them? I've heard of them. The, you know, they're stepping in recently with the, with the Syria conflict, mm. the Egyptian conflict. You know, mostly, you know, I would say doing pretty good work. What are they doing in Rockhampton? Oh, well, they're, um, manipulating weather. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've decided that, um, they want flooding in central Queensland. That's... Mr. Lewis thinks that it's obvious. That weather manipulation technology is being used. Okay, where's his evidence for this? Um, in his brain. Okay. From yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where I keep most of my evidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said aerial tankers bought by a private company from the U.S. Defense Force were subcontracted by the U.N. to spray chemicals on clouds over central Queensland in 2010, causing high levels of rainfall. So. Because the UN usually, you know, I think they get involved in really important things around the mm-hmm. world. But there must be, you know, they've got a sub-arm that is trying to manipulate weather so it floods in central Queensland because... For <laughs> um, reasons. Not sure about that one. Anyway, Mr. Lewis also says that Labor is mindlessly following a global agenda. Okay. And he explained that... What's a global agenda? Well, I think it's all part of this plan. There's global masters consisting of large wealthy families across the world Mm. who are kind of controlling the global plans and 
Um, he says they own Australia's four major banks. Okay. He also said that part of the global agenda is legalizing same-sex marriage. Ugh, yeah. Um, and well, that well, we can, you know, we can see what same-sex marriage has led to in New Zealand. Jesse, Jesse Tyler, Tyler Ferguson. Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. And I guess he's got a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says gay people can be taught to be heterosexuals again through Jesus Christ and his teachings. Yes. That's true. And you just watched But I'm a Cheerleader. I just watched. Rewatched. I just watched But I'm a Cheerleader. It's a really good movie. Oh, and it's about so trying funny. to convince Natasha Leone to become straight. Mm-hmm. And it worked. <laughs> it does and not it's, work. it's a really, it was funded by the Christian lobby. People forget the ending <laughs> to that movie is that she becomes straight and lives a really mad. happy life. <laughs> I remember watching it when I was 19 and I was very. Oh. I'd never Precious seen. Time for you. Yeah. You never seen what? I'd Lesbian never seen. Sex. No. They don't really have sex in that movie, do they? Mm, it's very like soft focus, but it's still got rated R. To in be sex. honest, if two lesbians did have sex in that movie, I wouldn't know that it wasn't sex. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what goes on. <laughs> God. Draw it. I'll draw, draw a diagram for you later. Oh, draw one now. No. <laughs> oh, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, what? Oh my god, this is so detailed. You're so quick. Do you at have this a too. red pen? This, this is like this is like um Mr. Squiggle upside down, upside, upside down. down. Um, okay. And he also said that Australia has a soul and would one day be physically annihilated by fire. Okay, so that's my um plate for this week. Um we do have a rise up candidate in my seat. Oh, what's his or her name? Oh, oh! someone didn't do research. <laughs> yeah. I just found that out this morning, actually, so I don't know their name. But it doesn't really matter what their name is because there'll be a big one next to it. <laughs> yep. Beck, my plate this week. Nachos. Sort of, yeah, I've got a plate of nachos. Oh, please stop. She's, <laughs> mate, she's got like a – she's turned her hand into a claw and she's like a bear like fishing for salmon in a river, just scooping out grey guacamole and putting it in her face. <clears throat> Um, my plate this week is, I watched earlier in the week, uh, the Oprah exclusive interview mm. with Lindsay Lohan. Did that you get the chance to see it? I didn't. I saw some clips okay. and I read about it. So you didn't see it? No. Um, it starts off, I'm not sure where it took place. It could have been Chicago, it could have been New York. I think it was New York. All I know is the interview took place in a very white room with at least 40 vases in this room. <laughs> None of them filled with flowers. Now, Oprah has her new network, OWN, and this was part of a show called Oprah's Next Chapter on OWN. Now, on Oprah's Next Chapter, she's had that Lance Armstrong mm-hmm. interview, 3.17 million viewers for that Lance Armstrong Whoa. interview. The one with Whitney Houston's family after Whitney's death, 3.5 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Rihanna, 2.5 million viewers. Joel Osteen, US televangelist, 1.8 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan, 8, 892,000 viewers. Oh. Do you think it's Lindsay or do you think it's Oprah? Like a downward trend in people wanting to watch Oprah do interviews. <laughs> Um, this is where we say that Peter loves Oprah. <laughs> He's death staring me. My face has flushed <laughs> with absolute anger. This has nothing to do with Oprah. 
But there's a Oprah downward was trend perfect there. in this interview. <laughs> I don't think she was. Like, oh, she's on a I downward heard. trend, winning an Oscar for The Butler. Yeah, that's right. You heard it here first. <coughs> Fuck Kate Blanchett in Blue Jasmine. Here's the thing about Lindsay. She's very well-spoken in interviews. Yeah. And every this is her, I think she was days after her latest sort of rehab stint. Every time she comes out, out of rehab, she always says, like refers to the old Lindsay, like the old Lindsay used to do this and the from old Lindsay ago. used to do that from a week ago. <laughs> and the problem with this interview is it really didn't add anything new to the conversation mm. other than telling us that she had done cocaine and I mm. quote, 10 to 15 times in her life. A day. <laughs> in her life. She's never totally frank in any of these interviews. She's always very, very guarded and I felt that she was withholding a lot and she didn't really speak smack about Dina or Michael even though they have been Monsters Inc. in her life. But you know what? She's really into spirituality now. She was telling Oprah. She said, and I quote, she like she likes prayer or meditation. She's <laughs> one of those. I'm definitely doing it though, so don't worry about it. Um, I will say at the end, Oprah did mention, just like a typical fucking, just just like all the other Tonight Show appearances she's made, she was also there to promote her movie, uh, The Canyons, yeah, with um uh, that James porno Dean. porno star, and Oprah called it Canyons. Oh, God. <laughs> Oprah didn't. She's fucking Oprah. She didn't know the name of this fucking movie, but she did say to Lindsay, and this is my favorite part of the interview, <laughs> right at the very end, she says. Now, I've seen the canyons, and she goes, pretty out there, sister girl, whoa. That's my favorite. That was the greatest bit of that interview for me, and I thought, yeah, there's no topping this. And they never mentioned the thing I always want to know about Lindsay is if that lesbian thing was just, uh, you know, oh. was it a, is she bisexual? Is she, does, how does she identify? It's none of our fucking business. None of business. your fucking business. I'm sorry. But I don't think it was. Well, uh, who knows? Point to the diagram and tell me where Lindsay would fit in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I oh, think. Jesus. I think. Okay. Beck. Yes. You won't believe it, but um, ABC have dropped us as a sponsor. Oh. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Was we it have... tweeting about that comedy show? Wednesday Night Fever. Yeah. <laughs> I have you make them had <laughs> nothing but positive things to say about Wednesday Night Fever and how dare you imply otherwise. It was a good show. I don't know what that laugh was about. <laughs> Sammy J and his puppet friend would not appreciate your laughter, mate. Uh, we've got a new sponsor. Yes. And because it is just two weeks to the election, I thought it would only be fair to have both the Liberal National Party mm-hmm. and the Labor Party do mm-hmm. some ads for us. We're fair and balanced here. We're fair and balanced. We definitely don't take any side. No. Um, I probably more of a conservative. Yeah, I very much say. so. Um, so I just thought we will play uh, one after the other. I think uh, the Libbers are first up, and uh, thank you so much. If any male employer uh, stood up. Uh, in a workplace anywhere in Australia and pointing to a female staff member said this person is a good staff member because they've got sex appeal. I think people would scratch their heads at least and I think the employer 
would be finding themselves in serious strife. Kevin Rudd may not think you have sex appeal, but guess who does? Tony Abbott isn't just the fashion of the moment. Did you see him do those military training exercises? Yeah, you did. We've got a paid parental leave scheme for after you do it. You're not saying anything, Tony. He doesn't need to say anything, Mark Riley. He'll let his body do the talking. Hey, baby, want to get on a boat? Because we just bought a shit ton from Malaysia. <laughs> Shit happens. <laughs> Authorised by Love Nain, Liberal Party, Canberra. They're young, uh, they're um, feisty. Uh, I think I can probably say I have a bit of sex appeal. <laughs> <laughs> At the Labor Party, we don't think you have sex appeal. We know it. Kevin Rudd can do one pull-up. Baby, one's all he needs. Hey girl, we believe in your fundamental right to marry the person you love, regardless of gender. Yeah, we've seen the L word. Easy as Anthony Albanese. Drop it low and do the Chris Bowen. That means menage a trois in Mandarin. You like acronyms? PNG, ETS, DTF. This fucking language. It just complicates it so much, you know? Authorised G, right? ALP Canberra. Beck, we're back. Hello. <laughs> you know, just because the stadium's not filled yet doesn't mean you can be loud as you want it to be. Yes, it does. Please it respect echoes. your. Hello. Hello. Brandy. I feel like we're in um, I know it last summer too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's scary in here. Hopefully it starts soon. It's going to start soon. Okay. But in the meantime, Beck, we both saw a movie this week. Yep. One of us for the first time. We saw a movie from 93 called Jurassic Park. I dino saw Jurassic Park. <laughs> um... I had never seen this. I felt very peer pressured into watching this. Because and it's weird it that you didn't see it. Usually when we do these movies, I mean, we haven't done two times before, but I usually choose a movie and see it straight away. Yeah. Um, this one, I saw it literally last <laughs> night. And uh, I, I'm going to say I saw it through the bottom of a glass of sparkling wine. <laughs> It's terrible. Because I didn't realise it went for two hours. It goes for two hours. When I so went I to made, rewatch I it. I made some guacamole. <laughs> giant. And some corn chips. Mm-hmm. And I had some, I, I had a bottle of sparkling wine. That sounds really nice. And I watched Jurassic Park. Lit a few candles. Aww. In the bath. In the bath. Nachos in the bath them. was yeah. the best place mm-hmm. to eat them. Uh, yeah, because I went to there. see it um, at the cinema. Okay, how old are you? How old am I yeah. or was I? How old are you? I'm 30. Oh. So I was 11, I guess. Okay. So oh, you are the right age. Yeah. It was pretty scary, but I loved it. And I rewatched it and I assumed it was going to be like one hour 30, no. maybe, but it was two it's hours. A long ass movie. It is, but it flew by because it's still great. 
Now, can you explain just briefly the sort of concept, the oh. broader concept of Jurassic Everyone Park? has seen Jurassic Park except for you. Um, <laughs> Richard Attenborough, is that right? One of them. He looks like Colonel Sanders. Mm-hmm. He, <laughs> he has created a dinosaur park. Yes. And so there's something, there's some kind of like thrilling legal drama where he needs to get mm-hmm. some approval from experts yeah. or some, I didn't, okay. it was boring. Yeah. So he went and found <laughs> Sam Neill mm-hmm. and Laura Dern. Yep. And they, and he brought them back to the park with They're some like people. paleontologists. They are paleontologists. Okay. Or she's a plant, paleo plant expert. Paleo plantist. Paleo plantist. Mm-hmm. Um, and he promises to fund their something or whatever. Okay. And if they'll this come. This is so detailed. <laughs> Everyone has seen it. Okay. If they come back to the park and do the expert stuff. And also along with them is Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. Let's go in chronological order because okay. this is the best way to explain this. Cut to Laura Dern and Sam Neill in the desert who are using tiny brushes to unearth a, a skeleton mm-hmm. of a dinosaur. Uh, Laura Dern is wearing the most <laughs> denim I've seen on a human in my life. But she wears glasses that are like um, Tony Martin's, yeah. um, the comedian. <laughs> yeah. Like little round John They're Lennon round style glasses ones. with no like frame. I tried to get a picture of her wearing them because <laughs> I loved it's it gorgeous. so much. And there's a moment where she's wearing them and Jeff Goldblum is next to her wearing like tinted rose-coloured like yes. sunnies. And let's talk about the other fashionista in this movie, the first time we see Richard Attenborough, who <laughs> plays Dr. Hammond, Dr. Hammond, Professor Hammond, mm, whatever. Some, the rich guy. John Hammond. John Hammond. He's dressed in all white, yeah. white pants, a beautiful white cotton shirt, and a sun hat, like a raffia sun yeah. hat. He looks like he's just stepped off Fire Island. <laughs> He's some old queen who's, <laughs> yeah. who's preparing some like gin and lemon squash He's got to some serve. Amel on the end of his cane. <laughs> yes. He's like you unscrew it. There's Amel in there. <laughs> God, you're homophobic. Um, it's always. Um, but I just wanted to mention one thing. I wrote is that. Do you know at the start when the kid they're at the dig? Yes. And the little kids the like obnoxious kid. Dinosaurs aren't scary. Yeah. And wow, he had a really hyping voice more than I remember. <laughs> and Sam Neil. Gives him a big thing about how they have big claws and mm-hmm. scares him. That kid grew, grew up, up to, to be. be Boo from Orange's New Black. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that's gonna that joke's gonna work for all the people who have watched Orange's New Black and, and Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> now they they are whisked off mm-hmm. by Professor John Hammond to Jurassic Park. Yeah. They arrive. Uh, and they get into Jeep sort mm-hmm. of uh, vehicles. Yeah. The Jeep vehicles are branded Jurassic Park with a huge dinosaur on the logo. Why are they so surprised when the park is full with dinosaurs? Discuss. Maybe do you, what does he tell them? I can't even remember. I don't. I don't. But know. they must have thought that it was like animatronic dinosaurs. But the, I think it's funny when they drive up. <laughs> And they're all of a sudden they look to their left and there's like 
a hundred. Yeah, they didn't notice <laughs> that they were driving. <laughs> He'd be like driving, and there's like Godzilla standing over your car, and you're like, unless you look to your left, you yeah. don't notice that it's there. No vision. <laughs> no. They're like fucking dinosaur. They can only see in certain. They've directions. got the. D- they had the blinders on. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. fair, and also more importantly. That's the first time we get to see Laura Dern in cargo shorts. Yes. So, no, it's a cargo or is it a skort? Is it a skort? No, it's not There's, a skort. It's just cargo shorts. Yeah. I think it's a skort. No, it is isn't. Is it a skirtain? No. That's it just is, something I made up there. Is it a spork? <laughs> what is a skirtain? Um, it's like a, a curtain and a skirt. <laughs> I think that's my one of my favourite scenes of the movie because she looks amazing. And she's aged really well. The next scene that kind of ushered into what I'm going to call a ride slash movie theater yeah where they're shown a little movie about how dna works mm-hmm. and how uh deoxyribose of nucleic acid yep Ooh. <laughs> uh that's probably wrong done their research. nobody no one just knew that they hop on this ride and they watch this movie about dna and how the blood was extracted from a mosquito yep. in um tree sap which, by the way, the type of mosquito they show is a species that never actually no. fed on blood. And what's more, they could have used any other species of mosquito and been fine. <laughs> this is the only type that doesn't feed on so blood. They picked, accidentally picked the only they, one. They picked the only <laughs> wrong one in all of the species of mosquitoes. So you're saying this dinosaur movie isn't 100% scientifically realistic. <laughs> Stop doing that. What are you doing? Most visual show. <laughs> um, so they they go into this very lengthy explanation of oh, how yeah, they're created. Really boring. Of how these dinosaurs are created. Yeah. And I have written down, but how does the ride move? <laughs> and I forgot Samuel L. Jackson was in it. He is in this. Yeah, he's always smoking. Samuel L. Jackson, Neil. Samuel L. Jackson, Neil. Uh, oh. Sam, the other th- important thing about Sam Neil in this movie is that he hates kids. He does. <laughs> Which really, I find really endearing, personally. <laughs> I'm like, he, I can relate to him so much on this one level. Um, he just says that they are they're annoying dirty. and dirty. And they but stink. That's what you're like, and I don't hate you. I have never smelled better in my life. <laughs> it's never explained, and it's really over the top. It's not just like, ugh. Because I'm like, ugh, please take these kids away. But he's like... I hate kids. He's like trying to run away from the kids. Oh, there's kids in this movie. <laughs> there's kids in this movie. I barely notice them. Do you think the kids are good in this movie? I think the little boy's really good. The boy's good. Do you yeah. know the sad thing about the little girl in this movie who's the computer hacker? So essentially the little boy's oh the, God, the dino expert and the little girl's not a big dino fan, but she's a computer hacker, which yeah. comes in handy later in the yeah. movie. Uh, the thing about the little girl is every single other character – in this movie, got an action figure, except that little girl. Aww. How would you be? Oh, that poor thing. Why no. did they do that? Because um, she's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> um, not that many people die in this movie. There's a few people that it's die. It's the guy at the start. Does Sam Jackson die? No. It's only Newman and the lawyer. Wayne, Wayne Knight is in this movie. Newman. Yeah. yeah. And he's... Pretty much every scene he's eating something because he's fat. Yes, I love <laughs> that. It. By the way, guys, in case you hadn't noticed, Wayne Knight is eating. fat. <laughs> it really drove that point home well. I know. I'm like, all right, I understand. I get it, guys. Christ. I want to talk about um, 
John Hammond as a businessman. Because let's talk about his idea here. Now, he builds <laughs> the entire park. How does he have all this money uh, from KFC? He runs a drug cartel. He builds this entire park. Mm-hmm. He fills it with dinosaurs, which, let's face it, billions of dollars worth to, you know... More than the space program. More than the space program to create these dinosaurs and lots of them as Mm. well. Huge island that he would have had to have purchased as well. Mm -hmm. And then he gets approval for the project. (laughs) 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 He didn't think about, say, just doing one bit of the park. Why don't you just build a dinosaur and see 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 what happens? Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) So so Newman is like does a deal and to fund his food yes. he has a deal to sell the secrets of the park to another business I have no idea someone who someone wants the who secrets want, maybe they want to use it for evil well he's like now you have caught up of 20 years of research in one minute or something by giving them the stuff. And I'm like, so there's another people researching di- bringing back dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple people all around the it's world like the twist- trying to build a dinosaur park. It's first. like Twister when they've got the bad guy ch- chaser, the Twister hunters, and the good guy ones. Is this a good time to mention that I have also not seen Twister? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, my other favourite thing about this is um, the concept of... If we stop moving, the dinosaurs won't oh, yeah. see us. <laughs> One which plays into my idea of if I throw a blanket over myself, <laughs> I've become a ghost. <laughs> I like that kind of concept, that theory. Sure. Yeah. But they've got eyes. They can still see you. But it's probably true, though. I'm sure they researched that bit. Unless it's like the mosquito debacle that ruined it's the whole movie. Absolutely. This is a kid's movie, isn't it? Is it a kid's movie? Because all the violence in this movie, I love all the violence in this movie because every single bit of violence Spielberg um, directs in the same way. He's like, how are we going to make this PG? Yeah. And he just puts a palm frond over it. <laughs> Do you know <laughs> like, how many? It's like, someone's getting killed, get that palm frond out, just sticks it over the top of it. This movie about alive dinosaurs is so outrageous. <laughs> I love this, my favourite scene. <laughs> Is when everything, like the power shut down in the whole park and that's why they can get out. Yes. Because as electric fences are off. Laura Dern goes back into the main house mm-hmm. and the colonel is sitting there and he's gotten all the ice cream in the place. <laughs> he's sitting there. There's like seven giant tubs of ice cream yes. because the power's off so it's going to melt. <laughs> so he's sitting. That is eating. absolutely what I would do. I would drown myself in that tub. He's just like, you guys go deal with the dinosaurs. Um, my other favorite scene is when, okay, so the little girl who's apparently a hacker all of a sudden yeah. is like hacking into Newman's computer to bring back the power. The raptor's trying to get through the door. And so Laura Linney, not Laura Linney, Laura, Laura Dern and Sam Neill are pushing on it, trying to keep it. And there's a gun like at the end of uh, Laura Dern's feet. Yes. And she's trying to reach it with her foot. The little boy is two meters away standing with his sister at the computer going, come on, come on. And they're like fighting with a raptor trying to, to have foot trying to reach the gun. He literally could have turned around and picked up the gun and handed it to her. Hey, everyone has 20-20 vision in hindsight, okay? <laughs> she needed support to do her hacking. 
I thought it was, you know what? I thought the ending was really beautiful. Yes. And then um, I had more wine and I watched Temple Grandin. <laughs> so it was a big night for me. What woman gives another woman a trip to Paris? Am I right? Lesbian! We're all thinking it, aren't we? I'm not. Beck, we're back. You've got some lesbian news. As always. Again. Fuck. I mean, oh, sorry. Okay. There's been some issue with the last episode in which I perhaps said some detrimental things about lesbians. Um, I've had a few comments about it. Did you? From various lesbians. But I understand you, Beck, have had a Twitter feud of your own with a very famous lesbian. Well, as you know... You that motorbike that was her then. <laughs> She's arrived. <laughs> as you know, Ruby Rose is a famous what? Twitter lesbian. No, Ruby Rose? Yes. I am a lesbian on Twitter what? also. You're so I've decided... That I'm having a feud with Ruby Rose. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, what? How? What's? What don't you like about Ruby Rose? What's your? The thing is, three is I, least favorite things. No, I don't have a problem with Ruby oh, Rose. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm the kind of person that I'm having a feud with her, but I've never said anything bad about her. Okay. <clears throat> it's more. Is this publicity? Yes, for my new movie. Okay. She doesn't have any idea it's happening. Oh. But they're the best kinds of feuds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like Lady Gaga and Perez, yeah. except she's beautiful and successful and sweets about her and famous friends. And you're Perez friends. Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Perez Hilton, but less successful. <laughs> anyway, Ruby Rose doesn't know about this, so, um, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to win. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, she, speaking of Les, well, she is Lesbos, one. Um, yeah. And she's in a new movie called Around the Block. Have you okay. seen it? The trailer? Um, no, I don't go on to X-Tube a lot. <laughs> So I haven't seen around the block. Which one's that? Point to me on the diagram what they do. <laughs> it's a movie. It looks exactly like Dangerous Minds. It is a great euphemism for lesbian sex. <laughs> around the block. Around the block. <laughs> yeah, so around the block. Do you think it- I should do a podcast about <laughs> lesbian sex? I think like you should. Like teaching people how to yeah, have it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. They'll play it in schools. Yeah. Um, so Christina Ricci. Ricky, Ricci. Ricci, Ricci. Wednesday Ricci, Adams. Ricci, Ricci. Ricci, No, not Wednesday Adams. Casper. Casper, Casper's girl. <laughs> so she, uh, Richie plays an American teacher that comes to work in underprivileged with underprivileged kids in Australia. The acting looks uh, questionable, very questionable. Interesting, but she's a good actress, so I don't know what's going on. I think isn't on. Aaron Pedersen in it as well? He's a good actor. Yeah, there's some good Australian, Australian actors, and then Ruby Rose is in it, <laughs> she and she has a line in it. So can we recreate the oh, scene? Oh, I don't know the line. Okay, the line is um Oh, it's uh, when so Christina she goes Ricci, into a bar. Yeah. Christina Ricci. She, Christina Ricci goes into a bar. I'll be Christina Ricci. Okay. Vodka double, please. I'm Ruby Rose, yeah. by the way. You don't mess around, do you? <laughs> and then Ruby Rose is doing like hooded then eyes. Ruby Rose takes her shirt off yeah. immediately. Listen, I'm not gonna lie, Ruby Rose is very attractive. Okay. So, I will see this. Yeah. This is why it's in is lesbian she, news. Is it a lesbian movie? Is she lesbian? <clears throat> I think she has... I think Christina they Ricci... They lesbianing? They lesbianing. Yeah. Christina Ricci seems to have a fiancé in it. Oh. So, I think she's not... It's it's a lesbian scene. Uh, is, she, uh, is the fiancé played by um, Jason Biggs? Yeah. Yeah. 
that's his role now in all movies. The poor fucking husband who marries in a long distance. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that will. uh, I've already seen it on After Ellen. That will generate a lot of interest because Ruby Rose actually doing lesbian stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So and obviously Christina Ricci has done it before in Monster. It wasn't very sexy though because it's a movie about a serial killer. Yeah. Oh well. Depends what, Depends what you're, like. you're watching. Hi, Ted Bundy. The second thing I want to talk about is Taylor Swift. T-Swizz. T-Swizz, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Who I am a defender of. Okay. Um, especially before this. Mm-hmm. Well, especially now, I guess. She did a concert the other night and there's footage of her bringing... Beforehand, she's saying, oh, this is one of my favorite albums. I'm bringing on a special guest and I love them and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And she brings on Tegan and Sarah. Wow. Who we know are lesbian twins. <laughs> Very cute. Very. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard you've to turned into, Through lesbian news, you've turned into like an elderly lesbian <laughs> aunt. I know you do have nieces and nephews, but you're like... No, very cute. <laughs> They're adorable. I just want to say, because I find the whole, like, dudes liking twins thing, like, wanting to have sex with sisters, yeah. like, really weird. But they are just both individually talented, cute women. And there's two of them. They're, they're hot. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to be creepy. And it makes me sound way creepier. Um, so they come on and they all sing Closer Together, that one of their songs yes, from their last album. I'm aware of it. They're, they're getting a lot of... Jew. Getting a, what? Jew? <laughs> They're getting a lot of Jew. Actually, I did see... I saw. What are you going to say? I saw a thing the other day. I was about to say they're getting their Jew, like... Oh, they're getting their Jew. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. But I actually um, saw a thing the other day that said if men get morning wood, ladies get morning Jew. Oh. That just reminds me. disgusting. It just reminded me of that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Okay. Can I just say one story? Sure. Speaking of my nieces and nephews and being a weird aunt, I went up there on the weekend to Toowoomba to visit them. And my six-year-old, I could see my six-year-old nephew getting, because he's got younger sisters, and he would be like, ask, ask it, say it. And I was like, what is he, because they were looking at me, and like, I was like, what are you going to do? And he's like. Are you a monster? He was like, (laughs) he was like, (laughs) they don't need to ask that, they know. And he was like, I won't be your friend if you don't ask. Oh. I won't give you my lollies. Oh, wow. So he was really getting. Anyway, <laughs> the question he wanted to ask was, are you gay? <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> and what did you say? Of course not. I, s- <laughs> I slapped him really hard. No, I, was kidding. <laughs> I didn't know what to say because it was so awkward. Because apparently he just. Why are you lying about your sexuality? I didn't lie. Olds? I just didn't say anything. Aren't you proud? But a- apparently he'd come home from school last week and yeah. said, to his mum, if two boys kiss, they're gay. Mm-hmm. And then she told them that, you know, pe- that's what people do and, like, there's men people that do that, gay, yeah. women that do that, and your auntie Beck, sure. blah, blah, blah. Okay. And so he was really curious, but it was just so awkward. <laughs> and so... Um, and so what did you say? I didn't really say anything. I just got out of <laughs> Oh, didn't you? No, um, but it was too have awkward. Have you learned nothing from Wentworth Miller this it week? <laughs> I should have written him a letter. I'm not coming back to Toowoomba until... Yes. <laughs> but I think we're going to get him some um, books. kids' books that oh, explain it and send those up because okay. it's all a bit confusing. Because you're not courageous enough to talk to him I will talk to him as well. Okay. But he's six years old. He doesn't... What Show am I going to say? Show I should have been me. like, um, actually, 
um, the correct term to use is GBLT. <laughs> Or queer is also acceptable. Yeah. Don't try and marginalise me. Don't put me in a box. Exactly. Gay. You know, we're all just people. The vagina just wants what it wants. Gay means happy. Here's yeah. a dictionary. <laughs> I should have just done that. Anyway, speaking of lesbians, mm-hmm. I stumbled across an anti-misandry movie review site. Anti-misandry? Yeah, because okay. you know how we all love misandry. I love misandry. Yeah. Um, I love her cabaret act, misandry. <laughs> mm. That's Miss Andrew McDowell. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> How do you like them apples and hating men? Yeah. Um, so there's a man, and I think he works with quite a few other people. What are you doing? I'm doing some Pilates exercises. This exercise. is why I have Miss Andrews, because yeah. of you. And they've decided they've had enough of these man-hating films. So you go onto this website, and he gives a star rating for mm-hmm. the movie. And he also gives a little blue gender sign. Oh. Like one to three, I think it is, depending mm-hmm. on how favorable it is for men. Mm-hmm. And then for if it's unfavorable to men, he has a little vomiting face. Oh, okay. So Charlie's Angels, the year two thousand. Mm-hmm. Three vomits. Three vomits. Mm-hmm. Do you want me? Do you want to hear what he has I, to say about I it? I do. Um, I do go on this website a fair bit, so I might <laughs> you have wrote read this, this before. But it is by someone called Paul G. So that you're That's Paul Giamatti. Oh shit. Yeah. A lot of men. Um oh, that was my Paul impression. <laughs> okay. A lot of men are sucked into seeing this movie thinking that they will see some skin of three hot and Can you sassy please women. Hang on. Women are sucking them off to get them to go and watch oh, Charlie's Angels. But they're getting something different. Maybe that was a fair description of the Charlie's Angels series of the late seventies, but the movie has turned downright militant. Oh. It is just ninety eight minutes of male bashing. Oh. The pattern is always verbal put-downs followed by physical assault. Yep. There are a number of stunts ripped off from James Bond movies mm-hmm. but performed not quite as well. The trade-off for putting up with an anti-male theme in order to see some pretty women is a poor bargain. <laughs> I didn't find the leading women, Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore or Lucy Liu, to be particularly attractive and especially not after they open their mouths. How dare they not be attractive? Lucy Liu is what a hideous bitch. She's disgusting. I can't Gross. even... Three vomits. <laughs> I wish he'd give five vomits for uh-huh. her. So this little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. The ideal audience for this film would oh. be lesbians. Ah, uh, of course. Since they could appreciate the skinny women and also the man-hating message. And Sam Rockwell's soft, tender face. Oh, yeah. Isn't that just... It's really what you want to know out of a movie review. It's, I've got everything I need to know <laughs> and to make a, a choice what a dis- as a man who's going to go and watch a movie, yeah. Anyway, well, that's a bit of fun. Thank you. What website is that that people can go to? I'm not telling. Okay. I'm not giving him the traffic, <laughs> the thousands of people that will rush. Yeah. If you want to know if a movie is misandric, just ask me if I liked it because I only like <laughs> misandric movies. Are you gay? <laughs> I'm no more a misogynist than the Prime Minister is a misandrist. That's someone who hates men. Beck, we're back. We're better than ever. We're better than ever because mm-hmm. Brandy is about to start oh and God. this place is about to explode. Oh, 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 oh. Remember that song from three years ago? Um, that was Kesha. Why is Kesha singing? Um, she's the warm-up act. Here. Oh. 
She's on stage right I now. I thought it was a homeless lady. <laughs> Actually, oh, she's just picking up garbage. Oh, oh. sorry. <laughs> she's picking up garbage from the stage. Oh, sorry. Uh, there are 40 plus in here now and she's got to be happy with this turnout. She does. I didn't I didn't think she'd be able to sell so many tickets. No. But we've had a few letters during the week. Oh. Um we've actually got some letters from that are relating to the first podcast because as we know you had some issues at the ECA um a couple of weeks ago where uh you thought I you died. briefly died for us yeah. for a while. Mm. We went over to the um Royal Brisbane and you received some treatment and thank God you're okay. Mm. I was stroking your hair the whole time. I was. Mm. I had a little moist towelette that I was putting on your forehead and wiping off your sweat. Did my, my does my hair. file say um, to contact the ghost whisperer Jennifer Love Hewitt? That's what my last. I well, don't want to be revived. I just wanted you to contact her. It's funny you say that because the first letter we got um, was a letter of complaint <gasps> from Jennifer Love Hewitt. Oh, no. But it is unreadable because her breasts were leaning on the keyboard as she typed. So <laughs> it's a very sexy nuisance for her. Can I take that home? Yeah, you can. <laughs> okay, good. And we've got another letter here. Oh. I don't know who this is from. I'll just unwrap this. Unwrap it? Is it gift wrap? It's, it's gift wrap. <laughs> so if you're going to send us any correspondence, please gift wrap yeah. it. Okay? That's all we ask. Wrap it in gifts. From yeah. internet. <laughs> uh, or gifs. Please don't say that. It says, hey, you guys should make out like the lady and man in your logo. And that's from the Russian Olympic Committee. Oh, that's weird. That's We're not going to do that, no. Russia. We're not forget mm, about it. Sorry. Um, I'm not a Russian. Although to do I that. did, I did. It was a tender moment we shared in that hospital room. I was holding your I hand. I was dead. And I felt. <laughs> that's the only reason you could allowed to do it. I was most comfortable with you at that moment. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, thanks to everyone who has downloaded the podcast so far. We are very excited to bring you the next podcast, which will be an election special. With a special um, guest. With a special guest that we won't reveal. Could be um, whoever is the new Prime Minister. Oh, or the old Prime Or the old Minister. Prime Minister. Who's sad. Um, Either way, we will be hungover. Yes, and I will be <laughs> uh, miserable. Yeah. I want to say that you can follow us on Tumblr. A few people have followed us who are new. Welcome. Um, I don't post anything on there, really. And I've never looked at it. Except for every two weeks. Uh, but it is bringaplatepodcast.tumblr.com or we are on Twitter. I'm at Peter Target. I'm at Brockle Snitch. And, Beck, I do want to mention that you know, we we have hit a milestone. I won't reveal. We hit a milestone of number of people who downloaded, which was very nice. Because we forced them to, to. see. Because we made people <laughs> listen to this garbage. Uh, and I did write a song for you this Aww. week, and it's a bit of a surprise. And I, I worked quite hard on it, and I'd like to sing it to you now. Okay. Give us any chance, we'll take it. Give us any rule, we'll break it. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Doing it our way, nothing's gonna turn us back now. Straight ahead and on the track now. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Doing it our way, there is nothing we won't try. Never heard the word impossible. This time there's no stopping us. We're gonna do it On your market set and go now Got a dream and we just know now We're gonna make our dreams come true And we'll do it our way, 
yes, our way. Make all our dreams come true and we'll do it our way. Yes, our way. Make all our dreams come true for me and you. Beautiful. Do you know the Roseanne thing? Track is like the bad 